0: Hello, we are back with the 12th episode of the 2023 World Cup Series from the cricket with the West Coast Infidels team. We have reached the end of the league phase. The semifinals have been identified. The one missing name is England, who was touted as one of the teams surely expected to make the semi-finals and potentially a repeat winner. The Proteas qualified directly into the tournament on the strength of three wins over Netherlands and were not really expected to be around at the business end. Not only did they come through, but they handily beat everybody except the host India and the plucky Dutch, finishing second in the league table. New Zealand started off very strong, taking down England and three of the weaker teams, then had four losses in a row, and then they beat a demoralized Lankan team to make it to the last four. Australia started off poorly, losing to India and South Africa, and then have strong seven wins in a row with an awesome display of effectiveness and strength. And finally, the Indian team has been absolutely magnificent as they rolled over all their opposition to finish the group stage with an all-win record. That said, the semi-finals and finals are all about who plays well on that day. Today, we will briefly touch upon the last five games of the league phase and then do a preview of the semi-finals. Ram, what stood out in the last round?
1: Uh, Frankly, very little. Most of the games were uh, uh, rather run on the mill for me. Nothing exciting. Completely went to plan. If I were to call out the two or three things that uh, kind of got my attention, I would say the first one was uh, Rachin Ravindra's continued run. Very, very impressive. He was overtaken, of course, but at that point he actually ended up with about 540 plus runs as the topmost run getter of the World Cup. To be able to do that at the age of 23, playing his very first World Cup, that too in India spectacular, spectacular effort. We later found out what his secret weapon was. It was his Adji. But you got to give credit to the quality of cricket that he played. I think that that was the one thing that stood out. The only other thing that, that stood out to me was uh, Rohit Sharma's employment of four different bowlers collectively referred to as the sixth bowler in that game against uh, Netherlands, where between the four of them, they bowled 7.5 overs for little more than 45 runs, I believe, and two wickets. Like I Put that way, it looks great. Well, what more can you ask for? He was literally inviting people. Would you like to have a go? Would you like to have a go? This kind of how it looked. And the fact that he had time for that sort of tomfoolery on the ground, in the midst of a most one-sided of games, just thrash the, the Netherlands team, was some spectacle. But I guess those were the two things that I probably want to mention over the last four games. Arant?
2: Yeah, I mean, they still let Netherlands score 250. I hope they don't try the <laughs> nine-bowler approach in any, any more games. So what stood out for me? Rachin Ravindra, Omar Zai, Mitchell Marsh, Ben Stokes, and of course the Indian top five all scoring 50 or more. And, you know, Kael Raho, Rahul... Uh, He can play the anchor. He can play the, you know, savior in a game. He can also be the, you know, the Mm. finisher. He somehow managed to outscore Shea as comfortably. So, which is something given the flow Shea seems to be in. Yeah, that's a lot of very good batting performances. And, you know, seeing Mitch Marsh come back to life like that, it is kind of, you know, I, I think if there is any team Not just Mitch Marsh, like the one person who wasn't among runs there, Steve Smith, he was in the middle of nearly scoring at 100 runs, 100 strike rate. I think the Australia-South Africa game is going to be very, very
0: interesting. One thing I noticed, by the end of this round, the top five, top six of every one of the semifinalists is looking in great nick. South Africans have been consistent through and through. We just talked about the Australians, the Indians... Pulled out five half centuries, including a couple of centuries, and New Zealand in this last game had a bunch of forties. They looked pretty comfortable. rachindravindra Ravindra is an absolute talent. One name, though, I want to talk about is not in the semi-finals, but this guy called Azmatullah Omarzai. What a fantastic player! A pretty good bowler, and then his batting—that was 97, beautifully made up. I do think that. This Afghanistan team is going to make a lot of progress over the coming years. I have far more hope for them as opposed to, say, Bangladesh or an Ireland a Sri Lanka. or a Scotland yeah. or even a Sri Lanka. I thought the breakout team of this tournament was Afghanistan. <clears throat> they changed their approach, the way they played, the bowling attack. And every team knows that... Look here, if these guys are going to score 250-ish, they will still be a challenger because of their bowling yes. on in these conditions. I don't know exactly how that will work in conditions that are favouring seam bowling because they have not uh, developed the talent. They had some wonderful seam bowlers in the past, but nothing new. That's all I had to talk about in these last five matches. Everything just went to script.
2: Yeah I think Omarzai is the find of the tournament I mean between Rachin and Omarzai I think they
1: are, those are the two Azmatullah Omarzai again just like Rachin is only 23 years old hmm.
0: and uh, I'm expecting both Rachin Ravindra and Omarzai to make it to the teams those are uh, breakout stars of this tournament Yeah
1: if you do, do an emerging 11 or a uh-huh. Yeah. First appearance, 11 or something like that. Would, would, Both of them would, will be there. Would Rajin
2: be anybody's opener?
1: Hard to not play Quinton Deacock and Rohit Sharma at the top. Yeah. But yeah, you can you can argue or have a debate between Ravindra and uh, Kohli uh, in terms of which one occupies three and four. But they will absolutely be the top four for sure.
0: Now, business end. A repeat of the 2019 semi-final that was played at Old Trafford. In Manchester, played over two days. India versus New Zealand. A different-looking New Zealand team. A somewhat different-looking India team. Thoughts?
2: I mean, I the first thing I checked was, is it going to rain at Wankade? <laughs> Thankfully not. The team winning the toss hopefully will bat first. And I think they have a huge advantage. Because whatever I've seen, the chasing team in Wankade, the first 10 to 15 overs... The ball seems to seem around a lot. Mm. Not many teams have done well chasing under lights the first 10 to 15 hours. And I'm not sure we want to be facing Bolt, Saudi, Lockie, and for good measure, throw in Jamison if they play Jamison. And the Wankari, I, I thought, was a little bit bouncy as well, right? The pitch.
1: Yes, always. Plus, there'll be the yeah. sea, sea breeze and all of that as well.
2: Yeah, I would like if if they should play Kyle Jamieson. I mean, he's always troubled us. In place of who? I don't know. Maybe for Lockie. I don't see them not playing Henry.
1: Henry is out. He's left. He's gone left oh,
2: he no. Yeah, uh, I think they, they would play him instead of instead of for Ferguson. Kyle Jamieson is just too good to pass for Vankade. I think. I'm really hoping India wins the toss and then be bad first. Whoever fields first is going to be tossed.
0: I just looked at the numbers following what mm. you said. Four games at the day In mm. three of the games, one team mm. was all out for 170, lost by 229 runs. Another yep. team was all out for 230, lost by 150 runs. Then yep. the team was bowled out for 55, losing by 300 mm. plus runs. And then another team, one guy hit 201. That doesn't <laughs> count.
2: That was <laughs> a class. That was a freak act,er.
0: <laughs> so. I think you're right, because my initial thought was the team batting second actually is an advantage if they know how to play out the 10 overs. Because yeah. after that, the pitch becomes an yeah. absolute road and if they survive the 10 overs, they can chase out any total. But no yeah. team seems to have survived the 10 overs.
2: Yeah, no team has. Uh, I don't know if it is because of you know too much T20 and whatnot, but if India ends up chasing... It's Rohit's home ground. I hope that, you know, he changes his game plan a little bit, play out the first 10 to 15 hours and then it opens up, right? If they are chasing, you mean?
1: If they are, chasing, if they are, I really
2: are chasing. chasing. I really hope we don't end up chasing. This feels like very different than... I don't know what changed between 2011 and now. Maybe there's just way too much, you know, T20 going on. All these teams are just collapsing in a heap when they're chasing.
0: So there's another thing. The tournament is being played in November as opposed to March. Mm-hmm. The pitches yeah. have a little bit more juice now before they get yeah. tired come March, April. you know. So I do think that especially at the Vankar Day, A, it is hotter when you're bowling first. And B, when you bat, the ball is doing something which it won't do come March. So batting second is not a bad idea later in the year.
2: Yeah, even though the, the heart and the brain say that India will win, I really hope we can't handle another forty-five minutes of that.
1: Bad cricket. <laughs> <Bad cricket.
2: laughs> no, no I, it's possible. I mean, it is possible.
1: I think. I mean, man to man, the Indian team is much superior to the New Zealand one. Right. I mean, uh, the the fact that Kane Williamson is back is actually good. That will help. But still, despite that, I think we are way ahead of the Kiwis. the The only possible Achilles' heel is the one that we discussed: that India loses the toss is made to bat under lights, is the only situation where they have to be careful and where they could potentially be run close. Uh, otherwise, you know, it's a runaway victory for India, given the momentum, the form they've been in, the way they've played, all things uh, sort of considered. And remember, I mean, New Zealand was the fourth team in, so they, they're they coming with losses with both Australia and uh, South Africa behind them as well.
0: We are all under the same line of thinking that that first hour of this team batting second is going to decide this game. Pretty much. Whoever, either it's the team that bats better, bowls better, and that's going to decide the game. Because if somebody survives the power play without losing wickets, while batting second, 400 will be chased down.
1: In terms of team, I think the one place where I think a little differently than Anand does is that I don't have a place for Kyle Jamieson in the team. More so because completely untested, he has played no games. We don't know what kind of match form he's in. Lockie Ferguson, on the other hand, has had some, had a few good games. He's come back uh, from injury. So for me, New Zealand should go in with an unchanged team, with the one that 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 actually beat Sri Lanka in the last game. And India, of course, they have not shown any intent to do any kind of experimentation. So they will obviously stick to the same squad. They won't make any changes
0: concur there because Jameson is slow. If the ball is going to bounce and give height, he's going to get clobbered. On the other contrary, Lockie is very quick and if he hits the deck on a track that bounces, it'll be a challenge. Jameson, he'll bowl in 125-130. They'll hit yeah, him.
1: They can. Yeah.
0: But in India, of course, I think I mean, it's very clear. The only Chances of any changes are injuries, which I hope nothing of that kind happens. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, I mean, m- m- Mr. Rohit Sharma decided to stop using both Siraj and uh, Shami after they bowled six overs. Okay, boss, you're done. We'll see you at the semi-finals. Right? So they are being really wrapped up in cotton wool uh, in that sense. Um, So, so uh, no injuries for any of the three pace bowlers.
2: Yeah, there are two Ravindras in New Zealand team and one in... The India team. Santner.
1: Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. This is as much Santner's World Cup as it is anybody else's World Cup. Like poor poor J- Jaddu hasn't had a chance to bat much. Every rarely he gets to bowl. He's only had like one game where he has shown through where a Santner is on song.
1: You will be surprised if I read out the stats, Anand. Ravindra Jadeja, 16 wickets, economy of 4.23, and an oh. SR of 31. Mitchell Santner, 16 wickets, 4.81 economy, and 31 SR. I mean, it's <laughs> oh. scarily identical.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, for good reason, right? It's a, a replica of Jadeja. CSK did the right
1: thing, right?
2: They they have an exact replica of
1: Jadeja. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and it is somewhat uh, spooky that two very identical bowlers, actually have identical figures.
2: Since you said the numbers, I read somewhere, I don't know if it was isolated games or is it overall Shami's figures. I think Shami is taking a wicket every nine balls or some some crazy number like that. Oh, and so this, crazy. You know, the average is like, you know, seven or something. Like crazy. Like
1: yeah, yeah.
2: very crazy numbers. And this is, which has Bumrah, who is bowling, whose economy rate is under four. These are just absurd numbers. So we'll see. I think if there is any other team that can give the India bowling, you know, run for its money, it has to be the New Zealanders. They uh,
1: performed uh, creditably in the Dharamshala game, right? Where Mitchell did yeah, 100 and everything.
2: Yeah, given that Bolt is also in form, like is finding his rhythm, that'll be a very interesting match. I, I really hope that it's not one of those games where the task decides the result. Yeah,
0: Hopefully. Yeah. And about Mohamed Shami, you're right. He averages 9.56 for his 16 wickets. And his yeah. strike rate is 12.00. It's 12.
1: Madness. <laughs> madness.
0: Yeah. This is insanity. Yeah. yeah. But Rohit Sharma is but the best bowling average in the team, you know? Do you know which Indian bowler? I heard it
2: somewhere. Do you know which Indian bowler has the best economy rate uh, of all the bowlers in the Indian team?
0: The guy who played only one game. Exactly. Ashwin, sure, no? ah, uh-huh.
2: Yeah. He played two games, won a World Cup. And if it goes our way, he'll play one game and win a World Cup.
1: Oh, even last time he played only one game,
0: right? He played only game. two games. One of it was two. against Australia. The other one was against West Indies. This time around, West Indies didn't come. He's finished his game against Australia. Now he can just sit back he and just relax. Yeah. On to the wonderful Eden Gardens where a spectacle awaits us. Australia versus South Africa. This is going to be one humdinger of a game. The teams are in form and... I would reckon the vast majority of neutral fans will be supporting South Africa simply because we want them to get there. And in fact, a lot of neutral fans will be supporting New Zealand in the other game, but I'll leave it at that. This promises to be a great game. I really hope South Africa wins the toss and bats. because That
1: is what will make it a contest. That
0: is what will make it a contest. If you want a good semi-final, let's have South Africa batting first.
1: 100%.
2: Top six versus top six. That's the game, I think. And you have Janssen at seven. And who plays seven for Australia? Is it Steynis or Green? Yes. One of four. yeah. I think it'll
1: be Stoinis, not Green.
2: It'll be Stoinis, right? St- Stoinis and ja- uh, Jansen here. But, by the way, if my memory is right, Eden Gardens is also a hard-chasing crowd. I don't think many teams have won chasing in Eden Gardens.
1: You have to start with that 1996 semi-final.
0: <laughs>
2: <Eden>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to make it, your in particular, this World Cup in particular, I suppose most games in this World Cup have been one-sided affairs. But this World Cup in particular, both Wonkaday and Eden Gardens, it's been hard to chase.
0: Okay, let's uh, let's take a look at the numbers. Netherlands beat Bangladesh. Bangladesh scored only one forty-two, but Bangladesh doesn't count. Bangladesh <laughs> yeah. lost to Pakistan. Again, they don't count. Pakistan just ground them to a dust. Yeah. India routed South Africa. I think South Africa just got overwhelmed. They got like psyched batting second. And then this Indian bowling attack, they were running rings around yes. these yeah. batters. The last game was England versus Pakistan. I thought Pakistan mm. was more demoralized than anything else. Yeah, they scored. they scored 244. But the last 15 runs came with some speculative... It was it correct? So, From Harris Rauf, Harris yeah. yeah, Rauf and Vaseem uh, Muhammad Vaseem. Vaseem. So, there's one thing that the analyst Prasanna, who's been tremendous in his predictions, the Prasanna Goram, who used to oh, be the South Africa the... analyst for a long time, his take is playing in Kolkata is all about playing proper cricket. You can't just swing and yeah. hit and get away with it. Guess what? Both these teams play very correct cricket. There's no wild hitting. They're just very good batters. So, this is going to be very interesting. Adam Zampa versus Keshav Maharaj. That's the game.
1: Absolutely. 100%.
2: South Africa so, is
1: coming in with 4 nil
2: in their last four games. Shamsi and Maharaj have completely troubled them, troubled the Australians. Do you think they'll play both Steven Smith, Steve Smith and Lavashin?
1: I think they will. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think the talk is that they're going to drop Stoyness for Maxwell. From the last
1: game. for Maxwell,
0: yeah, they, interesting. They, they can't drop anybody else, they'll play both Steve Smith and Labushin, which essentially means Mitch Marsh is at three, so that makes it five over Maxwell at six. Yeah, Stoyness is a six
1: bowler, but yeah, Maxwell can bowl as well.
0: Yeah, in Kolkata, he's going to bowl. They have enough bowlers, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, Cummins, Zampa, Hazelwood, and uh, Stark are their four proper bowlers, Maxwell, and then, yeah, and then. Two of Maxwell plus Stoinis plus Labusha. Head. head. Mitch Marsh.
2: Head. You have Mitch Marsh. They have like nine bowlers. Oh, they, everybody bowls. Yeah, yeah everybody right. bowls. I forgot ability. about head. And who's there, Shreya Sayer, who can't
0: bowl? I mean, I think they have one. <laughs> David, they got, David, Warner. Warner. David Warner. No, no, Shreya Sayer didn't get bowling because he was too long. You batted too long. You and Rahul batted too long. You got keeping. No bowling. You batted too long. No bowling for you. <laughs> so last game they had Head, Warner Marsh Smith Labushane English Stoinis Cummins Zampa Hazelwood Sean Abbott Sean Abbott will go out for Mitchell is Stark
1: go Stark will come back
0: and for. Marcus Stoinis will go out for our friend Maxwell they'll have three quicks and then some spinners whatever it is
2: mm. oh my goodness it's batting attack versus batting attack Yep, okay. With very good bowling on
0: both sides. Yeah, and the South Africa is a bit of a challenge. They have to decide whether they're going to play Kodzie or they're going to play Shamsi. Now, Shamsi bowled poorly against us. He didn't bowl to a correct line. That cost them. Okay, Correct. This is pointed out by many people, including the Pavilion folks, that he just bowled a poor line. Probably he was like... Psyched, or maybe he was not even allowed to bowl whatever line he wanted because the batting was so good.
1: Actually, Shoaib Malik made a very nuanced point. He said something like, "Dekhne, ye admi fit nahi yeah. One day me 10 over dalne padte." Hai.
0: Correct. <laughs> That's what he said.
1: That's what he said. <laughs> About Shamsi? Yeah. About Shamsi, he basically said he's not fit enough to play a bowl ten overs, and this is not a T20 where you bowl four and get away with it. Those are sharp observations, man. Kotzi
2: has 18 wickets, is the third highest wicket taker mm-hmm. in seven games he has played and he averages 19.38.
0: Why would you not play him?
2: Yeah,
1: correct. Why would you not?
0: Yeah, I mean, at this point of time, he's going to give you much more batting in a team wherein you don't have batting depth.
1: Also can... remember, kotzi had four wickets in the last game against Afghanistan. So he is also sort of running hot.
0: I still think that there is one hamstring that might make all the difference. Who's? Babuma.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> if Babuma is not fit and they play Hendrix, then South Africa will win.
1: If you saw my prediction, I put my money on Australia. So this is one of those head versus heart things.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I think, I feel like man to man... Australia, you know, especially after the poor start and seven wins at a stretch and everything, have a bit of an edge. Uh, They are less dependent on the outcome of the toss to win. Whereas South Africa, if they lose the toss, they've kind of lost half the game right there if they're chasing that to under the lights uh, at the Eden Gardens. So I'm putting my money in Australia just for that one reason. But I would really, really love to see South Africa win just to sort of see them in their very first Final.
0: You know, I really feel for the guys like Markram, Classen, Miller. Really want them to have a opportunity to play in a final of the World Cup. Yeah. Look, this
1: is an opportunity. People like Don, you know, they did not have. Yeah. This is an opportunity. Ab de Villiers, ashim amla <laughs> did not have. And then now this new next generation of wonderful players, Markram, Classen, De Cock. Yeah, I I, I hope they can at least bust the the trend and get to play the final.
0: But you are right. This Australian team is a little more rounded and they are Mm. not dependent on the toss, batting first, batting second. So, Talking of the team, Australian team, I was listening to a podcast from the Kate Cross, Alex Hartley duo interviewing Maxwell. The guy actually said, I only play 50 balls. This is uncharted territory for me. I've never played this long. (laughs) <laughs> that was hilarious.
2: 11 out of the 12 top run scorers are from the four teams that are in the semifinals right now. Right. David Malan at 11 is the odd, odd person out. Bowling-wise, Madhushanka and Afridi spoil the party. But once you go past them, and then, of course, our friend Dilid from our Dutch, Dilid and Harris Roth. It's the bowling was like kind of equally spread among all kinds of teams, but batting mm-hmm. that pretty much tells you why, why these teams are right. And I suppose for India, given the form of all the bowlers, all five of them are in the top ten, but they're all distributing
1: the wickets between themselves.
0: Talking of David Malan, they dropped him for the West Indies ODI series. What? Man. Yep,
1: only five players have been retained. Butler obviously is is one of them. Only five players have been retained. The rest of them, they've all been polished off. Gone. Yeah,
0: yeah I heard the interview of Rob Key. And oh, you did? Yeah. I did hear his interview with TMS. And he, just, he said, "Willie really knew he was not getting a contract. He yeah. was not happy. But we pretty much told him, that is it. I still think these yeah. are the teams that deserve to make the semifinals. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it would have been nice for England to do so, but they just didn't perform.
1: Yeah, not after the way they performed. I mean, the the, the team I did feel bad for was actually the Afghanistan team.
0: Correct.
1: So had they wrapped up that Australia game early at ninety-one for, for seven, mm-hmm. and that if they held on to that drop catch, uh, if Mujib had held on to that catch, who knows? The script would have been very, very different.
0: True. Uh, I mean, uh, right? they made a difference with their net run rate, but I think. The inexplicable loss against Bangladesh.
1: Yes, correct.
0: And that one dropped catch probably cost them a semi-final place.
1: Pretty much, yeah.
0: Pakistan just did not change their tactic of not getting a move on. A team that hits two sixers in the power play. I think two sixers in the last three, four years or something like that. In the power play. So you're not going to win anything. Look at India. Last two games, 91 and power played in both games.
2: Yeah, I think all of India's top six can hit sixes at will. All of Australia's top six can hit sixes at will. All of South Africa's top six can hit sixes at will. I think most or all of New Zealand's top six can hit sixes at will. At will. Yeah. It, this is insane. New Zealand's slowest player is Daryl Mitchell, who, <laughs> when he changes gears, is insane.
0: So, yeah, but... Babu Ma's hamstring will decide who's going no, to win. But Babu Ma has been scoring a lot of runs. When he gets going, he scores runs very, very quickly. Yeah. See, the,
1: the problem is he's played, what, six or seven games at the World Cup. He's clicked in none of them. He's a top score of 35 or something.
0: Yeah.
1: And and, and the two games that Riza Hendricks played, he got an 85 in one and he got, a, again, a high, number higher than 35 in the other. Yeah. Therein lies the problem.
0: Well, apparently he attended the optional training. We will see. I will not be surprised if some people, even in the South African camp, must be hoping that the man can't make yeah. the semi final. He seems to be a nice guy. Of course. And uh, it's a pity that he's being pilloried. And he's an absolutely brilliant fielder. Yeah,
2: he's, he's,
1: he's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the, the South African team already sets a very high bar. There is not yeah. a single poor fielder in that team. And amongst them, this guy sets a bar, yeah. which is really yeah. saying something. Yeah,
2: so Decoq, Decoq's fifty to hundred conversion ratio is is like is like clean this year four four hundreds. So we'll see what
1: happens. Let me I make sure I ask you guys this question: Marco Janssen will play, right? Because he didn't play the last game. He
0: will play. He will play. Marco uh, ahead of uh, and delay Peflock. Yeah,
1: yeah, man, see, completely he, he, he unpronounceable he, he, names.
0: Yeah.
2: Without Janssen, their batting is even, like, feebler, right? Janssen... No, I think
1: because the the way in which the Indians hit him out, I mean, he what gave away some almost 100 runs, right, in his spell. Maybe that is what led him, led them to rest him for a match to get his bearings back. And I hope they do bring him back for the semi-final. He should play, in my opinion.
2: So, South Africa's history in World Cup semi-finals, we'll see if they are able to turn the tides this time.
1: The yeah. 20, 2015 twenty twenty fifteen. This Grant Elliot guy hit a six of the last ball of Dale Stein and they yeah. South Africa was out. That, that I remember that one. Of course, I remember nineteen ninety nine. That the Alan Donald fracas. Yeah, I remember that. Yes. The Lance Klusener fracas. What are the other circumstances under which they? Yeah, nineteen ninety
0: two was that. Uh, oh yeah, twenty two was one run. Yeah. 23 of one. Yeah, that's three. Twenty three yeah. of one. Yeah.
2: In th- and in 2003, the brain fade of DRS. Uh, ah, yeah, short and, uh,
1: they didn't
0: even it Six. And yeah. in 2007, they were blown away by the Australian opening bowlers, some 15 for 4 or something. Mm-hmm. And that was it. 2011, they were upset in the quarterfinals by a very ordinary New Zealand team. They just got psyched. It's just been... One mess after another.
2: If you have uh, Hulu, Hulu has uh, special uh, special about all the greatest one day international games, and I one see. of the games they profiled is the Elliot game.
1: Oh, the Grand Elliot! They have fun. they have
2: interviews. They have an interview with Elliot and the works. I was like fascinating watch, and like when Stein played for uh, SRH, and then he would show up at. Chinnaswamy and then he has this uh, misfortune to having to bowl to A.B. De Villiers A. and Virat Kohli. You, you see his confused face. He doesn't know what... I mean, is this the same stain that, you know, the once-in-a-lifetime A. test bowler? He has the same look bowling that last over. Like, everybody freezes. A.B. De Villiers freezes. So, everybody just so, chokes.
0: I mean, to be fair to New Zealand, in that game, uh, they scored 290 to win that game. Okay, it's Auckland. The straight boundary is very small. I mean, you could almost touch the umpire there if you sit in the first row. So, it's... But South Africa, though, in the 1992 World Cup, they talk about the 22 runs in one ball and all that stuff. They brought it on themselves. They slowed down their bowling rate because England was just running away with the game. England never got a slog over.
2: I think think the Super 6 format... You know, you lose a game, you lose two games, you're done, I think. This, I I really like this league format. And I really wish, you know, if the semifinals was not a knockout. Mm -hmm. If the the top four was another league, that's six more games. And then the finals, you know, best of three. Now you have the best team winning.
0: Yeah, the thing is, if you look at any other sport, I mean, look at Soccer. soccer. Okay. I mean, they start from 3 quarter finals. It does not matter. All it takes is one penalty, save somehow, yeah. and then that's it. So yeah, it so, yeah, it's, after all, a team that lost to Saudi Arabia won the World Cup last time around. Yeah. In fact, in the next World Cup soccer that's going to be played in USA, Canada, and Mexico, they're going to start from the last 32. They're going to go in with 48 teams, and then there's going to be a round of 32, round of 16, round of eight, and so on so forth. So it's going to be a series of knockouts. The next ODI World Cup has changed the format again. 14 teams, seven in each group, three advance to super six, carry over points, and then the top four make the semis.
2: Mm.
0: I really think since everybody plays everybody, it was only fair if the top two teams are given some benefit like they do it in some of the T20 leagues. Then you need to be Rewarded for coming in the top two. It's not an no. accident that these teams came in the top two. They really played very well, especially India.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, India was mind-blowingly good. I mean, a lot of us are not used to this kind of uh, domination from India, right? It just feels uh, it, like... It would, you know, be a,
0: it would be a big shame if either South Africa or India lost because of some 45 minutes of cricket or of, the toss didn't go their uh, way. I mean, if you look at these two games... If the toss is won and New Zealand and Australia bat, right out of the gate, the team batting second is going to have a disadvantage for one reason or the other. It is what it is. I am looking forward to these games, though. It promises to be good stuff. This has been a major success in terms of people coming to the stadium. Somewhere I read that they crossed the 1 million mark. That is something, right? And especially towards the end, I still remember the games in Chennai. They, they clocked 25,000 people for games not involving India, the Pune stadium was full in one of those neutral yeah. games.
1: Foods are not a problem. I mean, Indian fans will watch the game; they'll consume the game in any format, any form.
2: So, Mike Mike Coward, when he writes about the the World Cup, and he talks about Eden Gardens and the bottle throwing and Vinod Kamli mm. you know, crying and leaving the field in an unfinished game, he he puts the blame completely on the administrators and not on the players. Not on the crowd. crowd. He said it was such oppressive police brutality that day, the lack of facilities for the audience and the kind of insane build up towards, you know, almost saying that India is going to absolutely win this game. He actually, he was in the crowd and he saw, he sensed trouble from the start. Like the police wear, you know, lathi charges and so on. And this something was something had to give that day.
0: Oh, the uh, well, I don't think something like that will happen in Mumbai, especially since the game is against New Zealand. It's just that yeah. people will leave in case India is not doing well. Yeah.
1: And, uh, no, but I, I mean, look, I mean, India's going to win, man. I mean, they, these guys are just in the zone, looking so it's, good. Yeah. It
0: requires, yeah. I mean, a lot of bad luck to lose this game.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, another 2 for 3 and uh, and they hold on to Kohli's catch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, something
2: like but that. But even then, then you have Rahul and Shreyas.
0: Here's my thinking. They have carried one batter at number 6 for a while. Yeah. That guy is going to turn up on one game. And if he turns up and decides to bat 15 overs, Yeah. Game over. The
1: other guy we really need to see firing and I feel it will happen as well is Gill. You know, still averaging 37, he's got less than, what, about 300 runs now over nine games or seven games he missed the first two. Big score, not not a nice, lovely-looking 50 like he played against Netherlands, but a big, big, proper 100.
0: Before we wrap up, for both games, name one player who you think will make the difference, will make the impact. Not necessarily the person of the match, but will make the impact.
1: I will pick uh, Jasprit Bumrah for the first match, and I will pick Mitchell Marsh for the second guy, second one.
2: Interesting. Ravindra Jadeja and
0: Markram.
1: Markram. Mm.
0: For me, it's KL Rahul and Hendrik Klassen.
1: Lovely. The two number fives.
0: Onward to the semifinals.
2: One correction. It's not cricket beyond the bazaar uh, that I was. Uh, Remembering, uh, it's War minus the Shooting by Mike Marcusey. That's the one about the 96 World Cup and the Eden.
1: It's Marcusey, right? Correct, correct.
2: Who will be the semi finals the de Silva? I think it's Markram. We'll see.
1: But both of you guys are rooting for a South Africa win. Okay, I'm the (laughs) odd person out here. Mitch Marsh has Uh,
2: uh, run out of his quota. He's made uh,
1: all the runs uh, he could in the last game. (laughs) Law of averages will catch up. We shall see. All right. I guess with that, we are a wrap. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much.